0: Welcome to Insights into Success where with your host Paul Dodds we hope to educate, inspire and motivate you to achieve your own personal success. We talk to guests from all around the world from a variety of walks of life to hear the realities of their own journey to success. What challenges have they faced, how they cope with failure and what have been the keys or will be the keys to their own success. In our Read to Succeed interviews we talk books that have inspired our guests and for some. They share these to marketing success. Join us as we give you Insights into Success. All right, Alan, thank you so much for agreeing to come back after our Insights into Success interview and now do Read to Succeed. So with Read to Succeed, what I like to do is invite guests to share one or two books that they've read that has really resonated with them. So very keen to hear what books that you might have read, what they're about, and what in particular it was that's really impacted on your life.
1: Yeah. So the very first one that comes to mind, and I just want to preface this with, I recommend this book everywhere, and I do not make any money on it. Okay, it's called <laughs> *The Compound Effect* by Darren Hardy. Right. Um, in my opinion, if 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 a young boy like myself or or girl um, were to come up to me and say, "What is the one book I can read where yeah. I'll be the most successful and fulfilled?" I would slide that book across the table. Wow. It it talks about the way it impacted me. I probably read it six years ago. And I've read this book, I swear to you, dozens of times. It's literally right behind me. So there's always three books behind me, and I'll give you all three of them. Uh, right. Way, these, these are the three most powerful books in existence, in my opinion, especially when you combine them. Um, the first one is The Compound Effect by Darren Hardy. Jumpstart your income, your life, and your success. Um, he was the publisher of Success Magazine, interviewed Steve Jobs, interviewed all these amazing people. Um, and it's about the long-term aggregation of positive choices compounded over time in, in all different areas of your life. Okay, so that's number one. Number two, you've probably heard of a super famous book by Gregory McKeon. It's called Essentialism. I don't, have, wow. I don't leave the sleeves on my books that are hard copy. So um, Essentialism by Greg McKeon. I have yet to interview Greg, but I want to. Um, the idea here is how do you separate the trivial many from the vital few? Um, we are all constantly distracted. There's 4.66 billion people online, according to Google, as of last month. So we're all, there's a thousand things I could be doing on this phone in the next two minutes. There's yeah. very few that are that are actually gonna have a positive impact on my life, um, to be honest, right? It is what it is. As a matter of fact, I interviewed um, a man by Nir Eyal and he wrote the book called Hooked. And he wrote another book called Indistractable. And the book Hooked, he was actually the person who helped these companies, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, get you hooked on their apps
0: oh wow okay yeah
1: and then he wrote another book realized the implications of what he had done and he wrote another book called indistractable that helps you fight back and realize that like this phone is really causing some serious addiction issues digital addiction is a real thing and so essentialism to get back to these books helped me really hone on my genius zone and I have a thing in my corner I talked about on the show. Number one is coaching and consulting. Number two is speaking slash training. And number three is podcasting. That's where I, I spend all my time. Obviously, yes, yeah. I still do laundry and I still paint our deck and certain things, right? But for the most part, more percentage, more percentage, more percentage in the genius zone and then eliminate, yeah. automate, delegate and procrastinate the rest of the stuff for the most part. Um, so essentialism, super powerful concept. The third, the third book, the 15 Invaluable Laws of Growth by John Maxwell. This book, I, I like it because it's the laws. So no matter what race or background or socioeconomic status, whatever, it's the laws of growth. So what happens if you set clear goals and focus on consistency over the long term, focus only on the vital few over the trivial many, and yeah. you accelerate it all by focusing on your own personal growth? nice so those three books are the three books i always carry with me i used to carry them with me i should say um now i work from home because we just bought a new condo and i always have them behind me um right here because these three concepts ideas are what changed the world these three ideas combined is is truly magnificent
0: so tell me with those three books did you find them and read them Sort of sequentially quite close together, or did you read one, and then several years later you met them you found the next one?
1: How, how did that work so i'm a voracious reader um, i I wasn't always you know after twenty six I went all in on personal development and since then, um, I have my top twenty five books list, and we have a book club that we do every Saturday. we just surpassed our thirty third week in a row, and I run that and i'm obsessed with books, so to answer your question um especially personal development books i didn't it didn't wasn't sequential it was this uh, is the these are all the books that i found like seven habits of highly effective people and and that yeah. book led me to another book and you know atomic habits and you know the art of impossible and and you know all these different books and then i kind of took all that knowledge and and tried to curate it in my own consciousness and try to figure out how to succeed in in my own fulfillment and impact and profitability And that's when I realized that these three books are like, and I don't know when the epiphany came to me, but I remember deciding I'm going to carry these three books with me forever. Um, I have a backpack right over there that I used to travel with. And I always had them in the backpack because I wanted to be a reminder of those three ideas. I think those three ideas combined are the most powerful thing in the world. Um, And so, yeah, it happened over time. I'm not sure when it all clicked, but it's been years that I've had those three um, as my main three that I recommend to people.
0: Yeah. Now the reason I asked that is just that, you know, I was interviewing someone else and they talked, they made a good point. They said that books can be a value to you if they come to you at the right time in your life. Like if you get a particular book and you're not ready for it, you may not get a lot of value out of it, but if it comes at that right time, then you can get a lot of value out of it and there's also the suggestion that sometimes books come into your life can come into your life when you need them most as well sometimes and i don't know if you you believe in that sort of thing or not but so i was just kind of interested to know how that happened whether kind of whether you planned it to be that way you specifically chose those books or whether they just came into your life at a particular time
1: They did. They came into my life very organically. And I couldn't agree more. The top five regrets of the dying came into my life after my car accident at 26 when I was living in the regret of almost dying. Um, Mm -hmm. So I think books come into our life at the right time, for sure, if we're trusting our intuition and trusting those natural pulls that we have. Um, There's one book I'm reading right now called uh, Meditations. It's a famous book by Marcus Aurelius. And um, I remember... Reading this book and and it's like oh my god like this is exactly what I feel like I need to double and triple down on now, which is my who am I when no one's watching, and how do I learn how to be my own unique version of virtuous? And that's really what that whole book is. Really, um, right. it's him you know Emperor of Rome just trying to figure out behind the scenes in the twilight hours like who he is and how to how to be the best man he can be, even though he's already succeeded at the highest level quote unquote at the time um with the powerfulness of being the emperor of rome you know and i think that books do come into your life at the right time for a reason i think but i think that you also have to put them into action and and i'll tell your listeners or viewers what i tell uh, all the book club members right. i say first of all this is not this is next level book club. okay we're not here just to read books we're here to set new intentions and take new actions. And at the end of every book club we review right now, we're doing The Art of Impossible. It's right over there. Um, we interviewed Stephen Kotler. He wrote the book. And it's basically like the neuroscience, neurobiological perspective on how to optimize for doing the impossible. So, you know, the four minute mile, how, how is that done? That kind of thing breaks down the science. Wow. And so we read two chapters and, and at the end of every single session, it's on Saturday. Um, we have an intention that they put in the chat on Zoom. And I have my co-pilot, uh, Christina. She literally does, puts it all into our WhatsApp group. We have a WhatsApp group with everyone who attends book club. And right. we, we check in on the intention midweek. Like how is everyone doing on their intention? And so we don't just read books to read books. We read books. And, and I, I joke, I say this might as well be called the mirror club and and the analogy here is basically like listen i told i told kevin this i said kev I, you know how i know when a book is really good when it makes me feel like crap about myself what? and i was kind of being playful but i also this book the 15 invaluable laws of growth i'm telling what? you when you when you read that book you're going to feel bad and here's why you're leaving so much potential on the table and so am i what? these are the laws of growth and we're not leveraging them all cuz we're humans right that's why it's such a good book because it's such a heavy mirror. I, I often talk about the naked truth and how once a day I try to look in the mirror. We've got this skylight and uh, this big mirror. It's my girlfriend's and I try to, you know, maybe TMI, too much information, but I look yeah. at the in the mirror naked every day, once a day. Yeah. And the reason why is because I want to. Okay, no, no dressed upness. Like this is this is it. Are you making good choices or are you not, right. based on your fitness goals? And that's what I call the naked truth because it's not exactly flattering lighting and it's not, not a flattering mirror. It's just like, this is it. And, you know, for a lot of people, that probably sounds crazy because I look young and, and fit. But, like, quite honestly, I've really been, you know, I've been a fitness model and a fitness competitor. And I, it's looking in that mirror every day that creates the positive action and the positive shifts and the positive changes. A lot of people think actors in Hollywood are in shape and that's why they're in Hollywood. No, no, no. They're in shape because they're on camera all the time and because they're the product, right? And so not all actors are in shape, but it's important to have that feedback. And that's what books can be. Books are feedback required to grow. And the cool part about books is you can dislike a person and you can dislike a book, but at the end of the day, when you're reading a book, it's a very cold medium of like, listen, This these are the facts, this is the knowledge, you can take it or leave it. Some of the viewers right now won't like me, and therefore they will make the mistake of not listening to my advice. But if I wrote a book, it would be a lot harder for them to go, you know what? That's not true. Right. Whereas there's a lot of truths being said by a lot of people, but because the person doesn't resonate, the person doesn't take in the information. Whereas when you're reading a book, it's much, it's a much more effective medium for positive change, I think, because it's just right there. It's black and white.
0: Yeah. And with you, how often do you read? Like how many books would you read uh, say in a month?
1: I do yeah. audible. So, um, appreciate the question. So, um, audible is always on, um, when I'm in the car. So my car right. doesn't move without gas and audible. <laughs> um, <laughs> and or our own podcast, because I review that as well. And then every, every night before bed, you know, I always have a book um, next to my uh, bed on my nightstand. And, you know, occasionally, I'll fall asleep without reading. But that's something that sometimes I read for an hour at night, sometimes it's literally five minutes, and I'll fall right to sleep. You know, sometimes it's my candle, And sometimes it's hard copy books with a little, um, we have these little like, electric candles that are that are nice sure. that I'll put like next to me for my reading light, but basically hard copy books before bed audible, basically the rest of the time.
0: Right. Okay. Well, that was my final question, which I've already answered. You stole it was what medium do you prefer for reading? So you, you do a bit of everything by the sounds of things.
1: Yeah. I, I Kindle audible and hard copy. Yep. Yeah, Emilia and I—we were watching for my birthday. Uh, We watched the Beauty and the Beast movie, the new one, and um, the library in that in that movie. We were literally like, "That's we're gonna do that. We're gonna have that library one day." Wow. Um, We're just obsessed with books. We adore books, contemporary and old. And she loves all the philosophers. I remember when I first met her two years ago, like Aristotle. Like it was just like, "Oh, thank you." Like I'm so grateful that someone who who adores books as much as I do, like even the hard copy, like. The fact that this isn't a hard copy, for me, like, genuinely bothers me. Darren didn't come out with a hard copy one until the tenth anniversary, which was right. a couple of years ago. Um, so I like, yeah, I like hard copy books. I like digital books. I, I love books. Books change lives, genuinely. And with,
0: with, and with, just final question. And with your reading, do you like if you if you've got a hardcover book, would you put notes in the book? Or do you, and and when you're say reading a Kindle
1: or that, do you make notes? What do you do? With the Kindle, I like the Kindle because you can hold down and it will define the word for you. So cool. So cool. And I actually, I find myself when I'm reading a hard copy book wishing I could do that um, when I yeah. don't understand a, a word. Um, yeah. But I take notes in my books. Like if you were to uh, look at the book we're reading in book club right now, I mean, it's it's fairly messy. Like it's not something you'd want to buy a used book of mine for <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I almost always have a pen with me. As a matter of fact... Um, This is my notebook. I always have a notebook on my person and I always have a pen and I always have usually a book.
0: Right. So I noticed that. So that's a traditional notebook too. You're not using a digital one. Correct. So I,
1: I use some digital notes too, but I like the hard copy as well.
0: Yeah. 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 Uh, Fair enough.
1: All right. Well, thank
0: you so much, Alan. It's been fantastic. Appreciate you staying on uh, for Read to Succeed. You've given me yet more books I need to read. Um, I certainly haven't read all those books, that's for sure. So um, thank you for that. And and hopefully other people listening too will get some benefits and be able to learn as you have from those books. So thank you for your time.
1: You are so very welcome. Thank you so much for having me. Um, Honestly, let's stay in touch. Please reach out anytime if you ever want book recommendations. And I would love to hear if you could send me, I don't know where we connected Instagram or email, but send me a list of your favorite books because, I mean, that's just such a cool way to connect. Yeah, no, for sure.
0: All right. Well, thank you so much. Thank you.